There she is. Okay, we have Sam Lopez with us, comedian based in Austin, Texas, originally from Maryland, which we pronounce Maryland for some reason because we have a uh, a type of cookie that we eat, confectionery called Maryland's mm. Maryland. Good cookies. That's why we yeah, pronounce it wrong. <laughs> but then again, you guys pronounce things wrong. You say like Hertfordshire rather than Hertfordshire. Uh, like, yeah, that word before in my life. On, <laughs> yeah, Hertfordshire. Lincolnshire. That is it's a good supposed one. to be sheer, not shire. Yeah. Yeah. Sheer, yeah, it's sheer. So mind blown. My mind was blown when I got told it was Maryland. So I think my mind's blown how people still say aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. Why did you say oh, aluminum? That's, we spell tin. it differently here. No, that's it's tin, why. tin can. We say tin can. We don't say. Well, we say aluminium, but aluminium. Yeah. Aluminium. We say aluminium because if you spell it the actual way it's actually supposed to be spelled, yeah. Americans have butchered the spelling so that we could say it that way. <laughs> I have, if you look at like American aluminum foil, it's spelled aluminum. I get you. You know, I get. I'm a subscription. Uh, I have a subscription to Microsoft Word, so I get a lot of arguments with it when it says, "Oh, did you mean realized with a Z?" I'm like, "No, it's spelled with an S." All right, but it won't let me change it to British uh, English because yeah. I'm a purist. Oh, fucking red underline. Uh, have you noticed? Yeah, it's spelled with an S, not a Z. No, I don't know. We wouldn't even call it a Z. <laughs> Z. Yeah, World War Z. Great film. Great film. <laughs> World War Z. <laughs> Z's dead, baby. Z's dead. You know, Pulp Fiction. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that was a bit of a tangent, but that's just how it goes. We just go from one thing to the next to the next. You want to know about different cultures. Like, you've got some questions you want to ask me, right? I don't want to put, you any, put any pressure on you, but you want to ask about our culture, have a little giggle between the differences. Mm, um, yeah, I'm more just curious because you guys are from, I watched a little bit of the episode you do with Tebow. You guys are from a group of people from Scotland that came to yeah. England? Yeah. yeah, we're hybrids, <laughs> kind of. What? I didn't even know that was like a movement. Well, think about it. It, it, exists, in America. it, it exists in the United States. You've got a lot of mm -hmm. uh, communities that uh, speak a weird quasi-German, like in Philadelphia area, Punxsutawney, is mm -hmm. it? They have their weird German language. And then you've got your weird French languages in, in um, Alabama, South. French yeah. Creole, or whatever they call it. There's British Creole, Jamaican Creole, whatever they call it, Patois down in Jamaica. So you just get these little areas. And we're just a, a more rarer uh mixture of scottish people moving down in the second world war for the steelworks oh okay and it so just so happened the... to be our shitty little town they thought oh we'll go there yeah, there's two thousand people there and then all the scottish irish and some of us moved down and next thing you know it's thirty two thousand people living there and all having kids they all lost now, their jobs did that make you guys like is that was there still like uh stereotypes towards scottish people or like for people like no we're seen as a pet grandparents the, the, okay. the scottish series as, as pets don't they goes he goes oh where are you from i'm like uh corby and goes all right oh we get called plastic as well all the people that live up like um because nowadays you don't get really rarely many people who speak the scottish accent who are mm -hmm. from corby so you get people who do put it on and they get called plastic. Uh, plastic jocks. Yeah, plastic jocks. Or they support teams from Scotland and stuff like that. And it's like, you're born in, in well, where we're from. Here's, yeah, a story. <laughs> here's a story for you, right? So my, uh, me and my sister have different dads. So my dad's from Glasgow and he moved. He came here in 1989. He met my mum when my sister was three years old. And her name's Kerry. But she was going to my mum crying saying, oh, he's calling me Elaine. And she, my mum was like, why do you call you Elaine? He knows your name's Kerry, right? Anyway, later on that day, she goes to touch something. My dad goes, hey, leave that Arlene. Saying, leave that Arlene. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's calling me Elaine again. 
He says the crowd because she thought she was he was calling her a yeah, name. Yeah, leave it alone. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, is that just what Scottish people call girls? Like, is that like another word for lass? Or <laughs> no, hens. We we'll say, oh, I like hens. Mm. Hens or wangs for boys. Kids are oh, the wangs. Well, maybe it is yeah. just boys. Wangs or wangs. Wayne. Wayne. How the Wayne? Yeah. I can't really do the accent. I do it the best of my ability. I'm not an impersonator. Yeah, I don't want to do the accent, man. I'm the I'm, I'm the worst. Mm. Although uh, Scottish is my f- best one, and then it turns into Irish. When you think about into Borat. Yeah. When you think about, say, Mike Myers, you know the actor Mike Myers, yeah. Does Austin yeah. Powers, done Wayne's World. Well, his family, I think, were from Liverpool, and his granddad or something had like a weird Scottish accent, so he would always you, you replicate that Scottish accent from his family. Uh. I think it was from his mother. And Fat Bastard is like a Scottish yeah, character. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Do you guys and, do um, American accents? We, yeah, we kind gnarly, of... bro. Where's the fucking red cups to drink some beer, bro? <laughs> yeah. I love is that. That, that, that was it. perfect. Get out my porch. Skater, dude. That, that's my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the American. kind of accent I'd imagine you have if you were American. Yeah, probably. Of actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Let's go let's skate down the boardwalk, bro. <laughs> New, New York. I come from New York. I come New from New York. Hey. <laughs> that's my only fucking american accent do a British you, one. uh boston hey, bo- uh, <laughs> hey mate i'm going to the trolley to <laughs> trolley. uh call Shopping. me on the telly I don't... <laughs> not too bad pick out the people rubbish keep fucking ringing me they know what i'm doing sorry rubbish. people keep ringing me and i'm like so you, you call a trolley a shopping cart yeah we do call it a shopping cart why I like the fact you call the pavement the sidewalk because it technically is sidewalk. It's a yeah, side yeah, you walk on. It's a side you walk on. We have some on. fun stuff. You know, um, I don't like the fact that you missed the U in author. author yeah, no, I, I always spell it when I was yeah. spelling up um, the YouTube thing and it kept autocorrecting it. Yeah. I was like, for fuck's sake, man, I'm trying to spell this correctly. Yeah. <laughs> there are 70 million people that speak this way. So please, you know, accommodate for us. Microsoft mm. Word. Fucking piece of shit. It's <laughs> not going to get British like, English on Microsoft Word, are you? No. Well, they came up with an option for Welsh once when I set up my laptop. Really? You know, there are only two million Welsh people on this on this planet. There's some but people in Argentina. British English? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got British okay. English. But, um, you know, you've got Scottish people, you've got Welsh people, you've got yeah. Irish. And even even England itself has its own little different accents. Mm-hmm. Regional accents is, is so bizarre. It is really like we probably we probably don't sound the way you'd expect people from England to sound, right? Yeah, we don't yeah. sound like uh, hello chap. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. have yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, but you do sound English. I lived in Australia for a, a year and there's a lot of English people there. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, you sound like that. You know, <laughs> at one point in my life, I must be about 18, I was obsessed oh. with Australia I, I was like I, I had this idea that I was going to go to Sydney I was going to save up like 10 grand and just go there mm-hmm. I never did I went to France in the end because it was cheaper it was like an hour away <laughs> it made more sense and I like the language so I like the language yeah um I couldn't learn Australian so I thought I'd learn French instead Hard to learn. You can learn Australian. <laughs> I'm joking dude it's English yeah, yeah man um yeah, yeah and there, there's some things about Australia that fascinate me like the, uh, Bondi Beach in Sydney yeah it's had dope. Like, is that the beach well, the beach. The beach, and you know, to one of the hardest exams, entry exams, to get through 
and the training to get through is lifeguards on Bondi Beach. It's the hardest, most grueling, uh, mm-hmm. most amazing lifeguards in the world, apparently. They are I mean, super they thin. were hot. I don't know if they were the best. I didn't drown, but they seem good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help me. Help. <laughs> you, you have to swim a distance in a stupid amount of time. And swimming in a pool is nothing compared to swimming in the ocean. Not even close. I'm like, scared of the ocean. Constant, you know, yeah. the current against you. It's well, terrible. I can see the ocean from my window and it's like, I have no interest in going in it. I like looking at it. I like being is high and cold? staring at it. Oh, yeah. It's always fucking cold. Yeah. It's England. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the Mediterranean and even that's not warm. Water's cold. Really? When water's in its natural habitat, it's cold. Okay. I, don't know I, don't, I don't think the ocean warms up, does it? Nah. It's just not like. And not till like the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, there are people here that will swim in the in the sea in November just because it gets them all like psyched up. Mm-hmm. So, but more, more power to them. I, I ain't doing it. I, I freaked out one time. I thought I had a jellyfish around my leg and it wasn't as bit of seaweed. I was freaking oh, out. God. No, yeah, I did the same. There's a little lake where we live and it's disgusting. And one time we all jumped in it and like I thought I was getting pulled under by demons and shit. It was just seaweed. <laughs> it was terrifying. And that just took me off fucking swimming in water for life. <laughs> by demons. Even the bath. Can't get in the bath. Scared. Anyway, so when you were talking about how you're going to ask questions about like the difference between our cultures, it got me looking at differences in fast food uh, portions in different fast food restaurants. Oh, and, that's um, actually interesting. <laughs> so I looked, I looked at McDonald's and I was looking at their drink sizes and that was the first thing that was the most apparent, right? So in the UK, uh-huh. a small McDonald's drink is 250 milliliters, which is eight and a half ounces. Uh-huh. Your small drink is 475 milliliters, which is 16 ounces. Because you guys measure in ounces, we measure in milliliters. So it's, Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> our large, you ready for this? Our large drink large? is quite, Our large is half a liter. Yours okay. is 946 milliliters, 32 ounces. Twice as okay. much. Twice as much. It's a lot. <laughs> 32 ounces, just like that. That's a, that's a large. That's a large. But yeah. this is the question I have. You guys have smaller portions in your fast food, but how come y'all's countries are like creeping up behind us on the... Because we, we we like to copy everything you do. That's why. <laughs> oh, why we why we yeah? Because no, the Americans do it. That's us fucking do it. People in the UK no, are fat as well. is like on the way up, and and both yeah, the UK and I think Australia too. But they have much better eating habits. You know what? People are getting know. better now. I think it's more becoming more apparent. There's no real middle ground. You've either got people that are just out of shape, people that are not. Yeah, yeah people, kind of like you know, these iWatches come out, or Apple Watches, whatever they call them. You've got all these different fitness apps. My mum has lost loads of weight just because she's got this little watch telling her how, how much she needs to work out. She won't listen to herself, but she'll listen to a, a watch. Hmm. I need the opposite where it gains weight. Like, eat your yeah, yeah. skinny foot. That's it. Just eat. <laughs> I need an alarm like, you skinny bastard. You smoke so much that you forget to eat. Yeah. That's how I have had that problem before. Yeah, yeah. You, instead of instead of going in the fridge, you roll up another joint. Sometimes yeah. I don't eat delicious. <laughs> sometimes I do that sober because I'm sometimes I'm a lazy bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's normally why I'm not eating is because I'm lazy. Also, yeah. the reason I am eating generally. Yeah. yeah, you get you get to your fourth joint, you're like, oh, I've got the munchies now. Now I can eat. I got sorry. I got um. Know that um story you put up about the uh, someone's name, blah blah blah. Um, the riddle you put up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and I, and I was sitting there. I was replying like, fucking, <laughs> you motherfucker, I've got this. <laughs> How much of a dumbass I felt when you fucking replied like his name's... I won't say the answer, but yeah, fuck. I, yeah. I said the same one as well, and I was well, I, I was well chuffed myself. I was like, nailed it. It was whoever wrote the original uh, riddle did a really good job of like getting you to be like, okay, you're this is going to be the thing that they think is the the yeah. riddle answer, and everyone because you know, everyone's I, so I confident and they it. responded. <laughs> I fucking googled it, and the Google answer was someone, and I was like, yes, fucking. <laughs> I got a riddle for you guys. You're going to love this one, all right? But carry on okay. talking. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to look it up now because it's hard to remember the, the, the thing. I have to keep looking back at it because it's going to be a... Okay. You're going to love this one. It's going to be worth your time. Just bear with me. Okay, it'll be worth the time, all the riddles. We'll wait. I, I normally um, would never respond to a riddle like that, but it, mm. it did invoke this feeling of like, I am certain I know the answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I that's sent it. That's exactly how like, I felt. I'm smart. Mm. Right, and then ready? I watched everyone else do the same thing and I was like, God, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had loads of people replying to my story like it's someone. I was like, ah, no, it's not. <laughs> All right, you ready for this riddle? Yes. Okay. If Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, what am I to Teresa? Is it A, grandmother? Is it B, mother? Is it C, daughter? D, granddaughter? Or E, I am Teresa? All right. Why is there so many fucking... Multiple Wait, Teresa's choices. mother. <laughs> Teresa's daughter is my daughter's. If Teresa's daughter is my mother's daughter. Oh, what the fuck? Hang on. <laughs> nice Hang on, riddle, that, that was a shit picture. There we are. If Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, what am I to Teresa? Granddaughter? Yeah. No, grandmother? Yeah, I think grandmother. Wait. They have to draw this or something. Yeah. Have <laughs> you have to, like, make is a trick diagram. question? Is it no yeah, one? Is, is she a... fucking from outer space? There is no Teresa. Yeah, there is no Teresa. Teresa's made up. <laughs> Existential crisis. Maybe I've been Teresa all along, and I just haven't realized it. <laughs> I'm Teresa. <laughs> We're all Teresa. Oh, that's <laughs> Teresa just walks in behind you like, I'm Teresa. <laughs> and I would have gone away. Once I'm Teresa, and so is my wife. <laughs> It would have gone away when if you meddling stoners. My daughter's mother. Sure, I'll give up. I'll give it to Sam. So Teresa's my great-great-grandmother? Nope. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know. If Teresa's daughter brain. is my mother's daughter. <laughs> Teresa's mother's daughter. daughter. Is my mother's daughter. Yeah. Teresa's if Teresa's daughter. daughter is my daughter's mother, then what is my relation to Teresa? What the fuck? Ther- oh, I'm Teresa. Wait. <laughs> no. 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 Wait, I thought you knew the answer. <laughs> I've got the answer no. ready. Um, the dad. Well, he's not even one of the options. <laughs> I'm just fucking throwing shit out there, man. The dad. <laughs> Dude, what have I got to do with this? You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking. All right, hold on. What does it go? I'm from? Teresa, and I have name a the whole fucking family tree. My daughter. All right, all right, all right, all right. One more time, all right? I'm gonna give the answers because this is the first time I've ever done something like this. If Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, then what is my relationship to Teresa? Grandmother, Teresa. mother, daughter, granddaughter, or I am Teresa. I think you the sure mother. it's not that she's not Teresa? The mother, the granddaughter? Yep. The daughter? Oh, the daughter, yeah, correct. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fucking fucking hell. Sam's processing that. She's like, okay. I can hear the it cogs hurts. going. It's, it still <laughs> hurts my brain. I know. What the uh, fuck? So anyway, cultural differences. 
<laughs> so anyway, do I know? It's funny. Yeah, I remember there was a documentary in 2004 that was quite popular called uh, "Super Size Me." Morgan Spurlock oh, yeah. was his name, and he did this yeah. experiment on himself where he was going to eat nothing but McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. for 28 days. How long did he do it? For 28 days. Yeah. I think it was 28 yeah. days or something like that. It might have been he 40 like days. A ridiculous amount of weight. But, oh man, he almost got like the precursor to liver failure. So yeah. Sorry, he, nearly died, man. Well, I don't know if it was over-exaggerated or it was publicity, but what happened was he said that um, anytime he was offered uh, super large, he had to accept. And every yeah. time, he, especially when he was in Texas and all that, he got offered super large, uh, super size all the time. And, you know, it's brutal that first day when he's just throwing up, you know, because it's just poison. Well, what did wrong, you do it from breakfast, lunch and dinner? Yeah. The whole day? All day for oh, 30, 28 days, 30 days or something like that. Do you know when you eat one McDonald's and afterwards you just feel like you've had like poison or some shit? Exactly. It's nice when you're eating it, but an hour later, your belly's just like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get some, get some Weetabix and some blueberries on you. Yeah. They're the same amount of like meat intake in the UK as there is here. Like nah, it's slightly smaller. Every day. It's slightly, slightly smaller, different ingredients. Like I had a friend go to America before the, the pandemic and I said to him, when you go over there, bring me over a can of Coca-Cola. I know it's different, uh-huh. but I've never tried it. So he brings it over and I drink it. And I'm like, it does taste different. Like, it does? Tastes a little bit better, yeah. More but sugar? I don't know. It had more of a kick to it. I had more of a kick mm-hmm. to it. See, in the UK, we've got what's called the sugar tax. So most companies now aren't oh. putting sugar in their products anymore because then mm-hmm. they have to charge more. Does it still but have I'm, cocaine in it? I don't know. That was back in like no, the No, it doesn't still have cocaine. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what's no, crazy no. is we want to get the Mexican Cokes. So if you're in America, you're always like trying to get these glass bottle Mexican Coke because they use yeah. the original cane sugar still, whereas the American okay. Cokes don't use that. But yeah, we get know. that kind of like, we get these uh, takeaway restaurants who are owned by like um, Romanians and fucking Indians and shit. And they always mm-hmm. give you like foreign Coke, which tastes nice. It's gassier, but it tastes nicer for some reason. Mm-hmm. Don't know the difference. It's in like uh, Arabic or some shit at the back, but yeah. fucking... French Pepsi is nice. Every time I go to France or Spain, their their Pepsi's on point. Really? Yeah. So do they not have this sugar tax in the rest of the UK? Yeah, it's all over the UK. No, 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 in Europe, in the rest of Europe. I'm sorry. Don't know. I don't Um, think so. It's weird. They don't. They they made uh, Red Bull and Monster illegal. I think in France. Really? Yeah, it's not good for you. It's fucking poison. That shit. I don't go near it. But then I drink coffee, so I'm a hypocrite. You know, coffee's just as bad. Coffee. Coffee's just higher in caffeine and shit it's not all that fucking sugar and no, acid and fucking bull it's, bad for, it's bad for your teeth isn't it okay. yeah fucking yeah. Bull, bull semen or whatever they call it Tory. i can attest to that man one of my canines are fucked what from uh, drinking monster don't know if it's from drinking monster i fucking chewed on something hard one day i think it was a pork scratching yeah. by the way random <laughs> question i ain't smiling no more <laughs> bit of a random question out there but have you ever been on kill tony yes oh cool tell us about it performing yeah yeah, um, years ago, back, uh, have you seen episode, have you like gone back to the beginning? <laughs> is it is it like pre-band? No, 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 I'm uh, on episode, it was one of the, um, actually I should look it up. It's one of the 100 episodes, I think it's 200. Um, it, uh, it's Ron White and Dave Attell are the guests. Oh, and it was probably like one of the best moments of my life, if I'm being really honest. Did it go well? It went really well. Cool, I'll check it out. Well, did, you, did, you, did you not bomb or anything? You actually I had a good set. I did not bomb. I had nice. a good set. Uh, it was also like my first year after doing like a full year of comedy. So I went up, did my spot. Uh, they said they liked my jokes, which made me feel like, mm-hmm. 
and then they asked how long I've been doing comedy. I said a year and they were like impressed by that, which felt really good. And like both Ron White and David Tell had lots of good notes and stuff. And like, I had like a joke in the, uh, the interview and all this stuff. I felt really like, I was really happy with myself. And then like the next week I signed up and they put me on again and bombed. Oh no, <laughs> it always yeah. happens though, doesn't it? It, it? You know, Tim Warner had a great first set. I think this was episode mm-hmm. 499 with uh, mm-hmm. Donna Rawlings was on it. And Donna Rawlings stormed off. So that's why I watched it. I don't normally oh, I watch Kill Tony. Yeah. And, uh, and then Tim Warner came on afterwards and I was like, straight away, my mind was like, I need to talk to this man. And yeah. I found him. We, and we, yeah, we had a great chat. He fucking killed it, and then like the second one wasn't as great. No, nah, no, nah, I don't know what happened during the first one, but Tony was like, just fucking carry on. He let him carry on for like another minute, oh, just good. stand because yeah, he was doing great. But yeah, second set it wasn't rubbish, but it was yeah. like I think he couldn't live up to the hype of his first one. You know what mm. I mean? Like yeah, done himself. So what's it like oh. before you go up on stage? How does it feel? Well, you've been signing up for weeks, and this is also I would say because you said his second set wasn't as good as his first, and that was the same for me. So you've kind of been signing up for weeks and weeks and weeks and hoping that they call your name. And so when they finally do, like if you've been waiting for weeks, you've had your minute like in your brain for weeks. Do you ever get like, five this is what I'm definitely going to do. Do you ever but get five? You come back, oh, oh, I was just saying you come back the following week and if they pull your name again, you're like, oh, I'd be like, I have new jokes, yeah, but <laughs> they're not as good as the jokes that I've been like practicing for weeks and weeks and weeks. Do you ever get a fight or flight response before going up? Like, especially when you're waiting quite a while, mm. do you ever get like you shift between mindsets? Where you're thinking, oh, I've got this. Like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think I get nervous every time before I go up. Um, it's yeah. way easier if I like walk in a room and they're like, do you want to go up like now? And I'm like, yes. Cause then I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's that what you something. do now. Is that more, um, so like you people you're standing with as well, are like you talking with them? Like, sharing your jokes or is it just like you're on your own in your own brain waiting to get called up um like when you're waiting for a show to start yeah uh normally like if i'm booked on a show like as there's before the host goes up they'll tell you what the lineup is but there's plenty of times like i've come late and they're like hey uh you're next if you can go up right now and it's like let's do it you know let's just yeah that's awesome or sometimes i'm not even booked on a show i just happen to be there and they'll be like do you want to go up and then you don't kind of you don't have to think yeah. about it. <laughs> How was the interview for you? You know, you do you after a minute, you do that interview. Is it that quite nerve wracking? first one was good. Yeah, uh, it was, and then it wasn't. You know, we well, yeah, uh, Ron White and, and Tony Hinchcliffe in, in the in the you know in real in uh-huh. reality. It's like wow, starstruck. It was really crazy. Also, I kept thinking about how like oh, this is so cool. I'm on something with like a, a comedian my parents would know. Cause my parents don't really watch comedy, but they know who Ron White is. So it was cool to like, be like, look, that's me right next to Ron White. <laughs> He's a funny guy. I mean, it must do something for your social media because we've seen a few comedians, like once they've been on it and they've had a good set, next mm-hmm. thing you know, like all the attention's on them because they always do a plug, don't they, at the end? Mm-hmm. Twitter plug, Instagram, you name it, podcast mm-hmm. plug. And it's like, that's what it's all about, networking. It is all about networking. It's like the kind of, the dirty part of the business, you know? <laughs> Secretly, just like, follow me, please. You're in this but, don't, but, don't, but don't follow me. Don't fucking, don't. It's like, it's like a dirty word to say, isn't it? <laughs> I guess it's more just, you kind of wish that, I mean, it's easier because you have the internet and you can build up an audience that way. But I think it would be less stressful if I was building an audience just on the road, you know, like in the yeah. old. Because 
you're kind of always thinking about your number online and like, oh, does this mean I can generate an audience or I can get this many people to come out in this city or this city? Whereas otherwise you're just kind of growing it as you go if you don't really know. It's just like us with the podcast. It's like our close, not our close friends because I've got a small circle anyway, but people in the town or around yeah. they don't give a fuck. It's mostly strangers that care about our shit, you know, or people that are interested in comedy or whatever guests we have on at the time stuff like that because we do gaming mm. videos as well and that's just like a separate audience that they're not interested in the podcast so it's like yeah it's hard to find your niche in it really and it's we're quite um what's the word introverted no um <laughs> we we just have loads of different guests on like it doesn't matter yeah. eclectic exactly yeah, like we're, we're conduits of information like we want to know their things we walk in their shoes for a couple of days and uh-huh. you know that part of our brain that's into that you know i'm not just in one direction i'm literally like got my fingers in all sorts of different pies even if it depends on how much i'm into it depends on how much i know about it yeah because before i got tebow on dan didn't know anything about tebow or, or, like City Death Heat Squad or, or the oh, yeah. chronicles and shit so yeah it was a good surprise for him because he's fucking hilarious man he's a fun time jason's yeah, the best great. Uh, let me ask you about yeah. what games do you guys talk about on here? Is it do you guys are just straight gamers like every game, or do you have your games? Because my brothers are all gamers. I'm an ex gamer, so I uh, I played the N64 as a kid and a GameCube. Me too. In, so Majora's Mask is my favorite game. Mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. I love that time loop. Time loop is my favorite type of story. So you've got Groundhog Day, you've got Replay, you've got Majora's Mask. They're your main time loop stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm what just, else is I'm, I'm more of an RPG guy, like uh, making myself into a beast. That by the end of the game, you fucking like start off with nothing. You end up with like everything. You know what I mean? Build yourself mm-hmm. up. Pretend you're in that fucking time. Yeah. And Tony Hawk's another good one. Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk. I love that game. What I did. I used to play a lot of shooters, but like I've gone off it as time's gone on. Like it's just um, a, a lot of toxic behavior. You know, when you're yeah. younger, you're like ah fuck you. But now it's just like if someone tells you to fuck off, you're like god damn it. <laughs> Little bastards. Listen to be a yeah, young right. man. Yeah, this, you little <laughs> rap scallion. I was playing Among Us last year, right? And I spent one. I still haven't like, played that. I heard that's good. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's all right. It loses novelty quick enough, but um, I uh, paid one pound ninety nine to have like an Al Capone outfit, <laughs> right? And I paid it with yeah. my own money. And then these kids started tearing into me in the chat room, saying, "Oh, this guy pays for play." And I'm like, "Listen here, you little shit. I'm a grown man. I spend my money on what I want." That's so funny. Do you run into that a lot in chat rooms for gaming? Like kids just trying to bully you? No, you know, yeah, it's, it's always fucking kids. It's always squeaky kids yeah, with and... no balls, with language they should not be saying. And you're just sitting there. And if you say something back to them, they're reporting you get banned because you're older and they're younger. So yeah. it's like you're intimidating yeah. them. I've been banned loads of times for telling kids to fuck off and shit. Like <laughs> I remember one time this kid invited me into a party. It's like this little chat thing you can go in with. And his dad was in there. And the little kid was like, yeah, fuck you. What are you going to do now? My dad's here now. His dad was like, yeah, fuck you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no kids inviting me. And him and his dad are fucking shredding me. So I, I, I was like, I started saying loads of random shit. Like shit I shouldn't have been saying. Like I'll cut your face off and wear it on my ass. Just stupid immature shit like that. I mean, like, dad say? That was to the dad. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was to the dad, right? But like, I mean, that is a bit aggressive and violent. But no one's ever going to cut someone's face off and surgically put it on their asshole. Do you know what I mean? So I'd love to be a fly on the wall when he called up at Microsoft. Don't say nobody. He he told you, (laughs) 
someone taking <laughs> he a complaint. Told you, he told you he's going to cut your face off and wear it on your ass. Jesus, this guy needs bands. Yeah, I've got bands. Like, just writing it down. Uh, like, uh-huh. Cut your I need, face like, off. That's what I need to stop doing. I need to stop where, saying where outrageous shit. <laughs> just, trying to a, just trying to be a fly on the wall when uh, that complaint was being made. <laughs> I know that when, sounds like fun. <laughs> where your face on his ass. Okay, I'll get this sorted right now. I banned the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I did get banned. Remember, I'm real banned. About you know what? I just play in parties now, so I'll just play with my friends. I never really play publicly. Oh, I okay. play. I don't chat to people. I can't be asked. You know what I mean? I just want to chill yeah. out. I work all day. Sorry, my um phone keeps going off. Let's put that on. Do not disturb. Very professional, Daniel. Do not disturb. Um, okay, here's another British uh, thing: idiosyncrasy, okay. right? So we we have a coach that queues a lot. So we queue for buses. Queues. <laughs> Yeah. It's also a little bit. Q's. You never so, hear American ever say Q. Q. Are you jumping in the queue? Yeah, dude, bro. I'm going to get some plastic cups. Yeah, hell yeah. That was here first, so I get to go on the bus first. <laughs> okay, sorry. You have to be culture that queues a lot. Which also is a weird word because it doesn't spell. It's spelled weird. You say Q and it's like. Q-U-E-U-E. But here's a story for you. Oh, we got to play some pool? Oh, dude. Let me get the Q. Oh, there's a queue for the queue. All right, I'll wait. Yeah, but like queuing now is like I don't. It doesn't. I just stand at the back of the queue, and that's it. I wait. Like it doesn't bother me. You know. Well, but right, here's the thing for you, right? So um, we get a lot of foreign exchange students come over to my town because I'm on the uh, English Riviera, English Riviera, right? Posh, and um, or you get these German students coming over from you know that are like in tenth grade or whatever, teenagers coming over with their school okay. to learn the culture, learn the language, but they don't know about queuing. So every time the bus shows up and they go running for it, you get all these old British ladies shouting at them. Excuse <laughs> me, young lady, get to the back. You, you knuckleheads. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean they don't know anything about queuing? They don't line up for anything? No, not in France, in Germany. They just, as soon as that bus shows up, it's fucking first come, first serve. It's like World War Z. Wow. Z, I'm joking. That's the French are quite uh, ignorant, isn't they? Yeah, if you speak that language, like, I'm bilingual. So if you speak that language, they like you a bit more. Mm-hmm. They'll accept you. Um, but, you know, they, they are very frustrating people to be around, the French. They're so tied up in their bureaucracy. They're set in their own ways. That's their problem. Yeah. Like, no, matter, no matter who it is, it doesn't matter if it's a French junkie or an aristocrat. 11 o'clock in the daytime, you see them walk over a loaf of bread. They all have that thing in common. That's the thing that keeps the classes in common. Yeah, they just you know how seem... we call French bread here. What do they call it? Bread. And French toast. You know, we make French oh. toast. What do they call it? Just eggy toast. bread. <laughs> eggy bread. Eggy bread. That's what it is. We, we have this thing up north called black pudding. It's fried pig's blood. Mm-hmm. We eat it for breakfast. Yeah, it's oh, delicious. It's fucking delicious. Square sausage. It's so. It's just like sausage and, and blood. It's just. I can't explain it, it. Pig intestines. I don't know. It's just fried pig. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. fucking. What does it look like? Is it is it come in a loaf or a it's, it's like a comes circle. in a sleeve. Comes in a sleeve. A sleeve yeah, like it's, a sausage. It's black and it's all like. It's, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just nice, man. Just, I can't explain it. It's just shit. so good. <laughs> yeah, it could be fucking dog shit or something. I don't know. It's nice. <laughs> it probably is. We eat um. And this isn't everywhere in the U.S., but oh, oh yeah, that looks good. Looks like an Oreo. Oh, I want to sign up to my okay. newsletter. Kind of I love that. Anytime you go to a website, it's like, sign up to my newsletter. Stay informed. Stay informed. Black pudding. <laughs> Did you know that black pudding was founded in Spain? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, you know what? This seems a lot like Scrapple. I'm looking at the Wikipedia definition. So in uh, in the U.S., not everywhere, because not everywhere in the U.S. does this. But if you're in like the mid-Atlantic, like Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, they eat this thing called Scrapple. And it's it's like whatever's left from the pigs and then like grains and cereal and they mix it all together and then they cut yeah. it up and fry it. But yours Sounds is more slinky. Nice, it we is have, good. It's bomb. Yeah, we have... Pork scratchings, that's what we have down here. That's the remains of the pig. Mm. It's basically a type yeah, of potato yeah, yeah. chip. That sounds mm. right. Yeah, it's pigs are good. good. We call them the crisps over here. But I don't like bacon. I'll take bacon off that same with my brother. Like, do you want this? I fucking I don't know. It's got some weird smoky ass taste to it. It's just I don't know. I don't really <laughs> get on with bacon. Yeah, just I don't get on with bacon for some reason. But the rest of the pig, fuck, I'll eat his face. <laughs> so you guys said you eat less meat there than we do. Would you say every dinner you have meat or I don't know. We're just, like every other day. we're just as glutinous as, as you guys, but we just have slightly smaller portions. We're still overindulged. Mm. We still eat okay. big portions. It's just uh, McDonald's. They try to be healthy. They try and please everyone. Well, no, they, they don't. Mm. But what I mean is like to look good on the surface. You know, it's kind of ironic when you've got in lockdown, the gyms were closed, but McDonald's was still open. There's a oh, bit yeah. of an irony about that. So it is what if, it if is. you think about it, people can still go to McDonald's and work out at home. It doesn't, stop you from fucking yeah but it just you, you know you like you said it sits in your stomach for like six hours and you're like i hate my life i hate my life I hate myself yeah 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 man yeah because i it, it, oh yeah mcdonald's is just yeah when you leave the house going to mcdonald's you've made that choice for the day that, that, mm. that's that's set in stone well if you walk past it and you smell it and it's like oh jesus i need i need i need a fucking cheeseburger right now <laughs> and you go and eat it and then you come out and you just yeah subliminal messaging mm-hmm. feel like shit after I blame Justin Timberlake. He, he got that whistle jingle going on, didn't he? I didn't realize that was him. <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to ask you guys another a question about pandemic. Uh, Hit me up. When did things start to reopen for y'all? And are y'all. they making you all get vaccinated? Uh, <laughs> I think the last month was when it started opening up a bit, was it? Or was it 12th of April. 12th of April. It was the anniversary yeah. of the sinking okay. of the Titanic. So, okay. the vaccination <laughs> i don't know why i remember that <laughs> i'm i'm on the fence with the vaccine like um see see even before this shit happened like i wouldn't get vaccines and, mm-hmm. and not and not because like i'm against fucking vaccines and the shit against the world it's just i'm a pussy so like, even blood tests or anything it's like don't inject them with a needle like you know when your body's you know when you're ill you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the, if you wake up in the morning and feel like shit you know something's wrong so you'll go to the doctors then Get, take take my blood, yeah, milk. But fucking, if it's just a one-off, like, yeah, come in for a blood test and fucking, we'll have a look at your blood. I feel violated. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or is that just me? Just, is that just fucking? Yeah, it's cool, man. It's like when you have surgery. You know, there's something a bit creepy about surgery. The fact that you're just not there in any. Yeah. Even with surgery, you know they're doing to fix you. Unless unless they just call you like, oh, you need surgery tomorrow. You don't know why. It's like, oh. Yeah, that that is a bit random. Yeah, that, you don't want to do any any like unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, if I feel like I don't need it, I won't go for it. Maybe that's a bad way to think. You know but... what? There's, a, I don't, I don't really discuss it, but you know, you just, it's one of those things where you just got to wait. You just have to wait because the truth always reveals itself at some point. Sooner or later, the truth reveals itself. So just stand by. Yeah, because it's like everyone's having problems with the vaccine, but everyone's still getting the vaccine. Yeah, but again, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be more apparent. You know, it's like even when it got took off shelves and then re-put back, it's like everyone's still like, oh, vaccinated. Well, here's the thing. Right. When the Twin Towers happened, it was just pure shock for weeks and weeks. I mean, there was that initial reaction, but 
there's like patriotism and all that shit. And then, you know, there was that shock. And then as the years went on, more and more information went out. And then it's going to be the same thing. So I'm not wasting my brain cells trying to rationalize. Know what it. happens building 10 or building 7, yeah. whatever the fuck it was. The one that just went, hello. Exactly. Bye. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going down this route, aren't we? <laughs> you brought it up, dude. Oh, no. I, I brought it up. Team <laughs> brought it up, dude. That's cool. We're easy going. Like I said, anything goes. So you fucking say what you want. Uh, yeah, that's the only problem I have with this twin towers is like. Right. I remember you can where make I was. Up any fucking theory about what crashed into it, but that building that just randomly fell on its own. What the fuck's with that? You're trying to rationalize an irrational situation it would just turn you fucking bonkers, mate. Yeah, but I'm not I mad think... on conspiracy theories anymore. I'm not like a, but like I still question things, you know. Yeah, question things. Always. And I'll question that to the end, end of my fucking question, life. You know, I'll be on my like... deathbed, like I still don't know what happened to Building Seven, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's in, within our nature to question our our existence, our reality. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like in the Matrix to say people with blue pills, they accept the reality, so they're never going to wake up. Would and... you take the red pill if you had the option? I don't know really because it looks cold and dreary and fucking, but then, you yeah, know, that, um, that, yeah, the original you, thing where he wakes up and has to pull the fucking thing. Yeah, every time you off. go back into the matrix, you're running for your life because yeah, other than Neo, you've got no chance against the agents. So it's not going to be fun existence, is it? No. So I don't know. I, yeah, I want to take the red pill, but I want to take both. I want to have a, take both. <laughs> I want to be in both. I want to dabble. I want to dabble in the matrix. But I don't want to be fully into the matrix. Well, here's a cool thing for you, right? So um, they did uh, what's called the Animatrix, which was like a animated spin-off of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. But it, but um, the Wiskowskis, I can never pronounce their name. The directors yeah. of the film, yeah, they were part of it. Those and those, those, yeah, there was this <laughs> one animated short where these kids in Japan would go into this abandoned house and there was a glitch in the matrix. So there's no laws of physics or anything like that. So they could like jump from a top bit and then just start floating. Ooh. And they were having all this fun doing this crazy shit. They weren't questioning it. They just knew that this was a different place. And then the agent showed up and condemned it and then fixed it. And it was such a good, Are you saying agents or Asians? agents, agents, oh, agents, the hell. agent showed up and fixed the condemned building. But you know, the kids were just having fun, just floating and defying the laws of physics. Because something was going on with the Matrix in that part. So it's an animated series. Yeah, it's called the Animatrix. There's about nine episodes. There's there's one episode where it's the world's fastest runner, and he runs so fast that he breaks out of the Matrix. But then he like all his ligaments, and his muscles go in his leg. It's crazy. Oh god, graphic, but it's so powerful. It's so powerful because the guy's like, you know, he knows that this world isn't real, and he runs so like Usain Bolt before Usain Bolt was known. And he runs, yeah, he just does it. And he, as he's running, he comes out of the matrix and then he gets back, pulled back in. Wow. Oh. I think I need to watch that chick. I never what I put off watching the animatrix. Yeah, some of them are good and some are amazing, but it's like to today's standard, we've got Love, Death, and Robots. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that. What's that? Second season's just come out. It's all it's a bit like Black Mirror, but it's a lot That's more shorter. Say. It's a lot more okay. shorter and a lot more experimental. The animation stars, each animation star has its own group. But it's overseen by David Fincher and that, and uh, someone else can't remember. Um, but I forgot what was going on. Oh, yeah, season one came out in 2019, and some episodes are mediocre and some are amazing. One of them scared the shit out of me. All I'll say is look up Love, Death, and Robots and watch um, the Aquila Rift, I think it's called Beyond the Aquila Rift. And it is frightening. Tell you what, I watched last night actually, 13th Floor. Yeah, I love that film with Craig Burko. Is it fucking... You ever seen the 13th floor? I've never seen that either. Right. Do you want me to tell you about oh. this? 
So this came out about two months after The Matrix had come out. So uh-huh. this film got no recognition whatsoever because The Matrix was so good. So imagine The Matrix, but it's there's no fight choreography going on. These programmers create a simulation that takes them back to 1939's America. Uh-huh. And, but oh, it's been so long since I watched it, Benny. You might have to explain No, it. you don't. You don't like it. Yeah, the 13th floor, it's like this old man made a simulation to go back to the 30s so he can go in this machine and go back to the 30s. And the guy that works for him finds out that he's going back to hit on younger women, pretty much, because he's an older guy. So he uses this machine to go back to hit on younger women. But obviously, that's not like the main plot. That's just he finds that out and he's like, you're cheating on your wife, blah, blah, blah. But then like he starts going into the simulation and mm-hmm. he, he starts enjoying it. But then he starts finding out little little secrets. And the old guy left him a note with this character that he works with in the non-simulation. So uh-huh. this character, so this, but the, they don't recognize each other. He knows he's in the simulation, but the guy doesn't know he's his friend. Yeah. yeah. And he has the, the the old man's dead. He dies at the start, and it's the big mystery of who's done it. So he's he's in the simulation trying to find out all this information. But the old guy left him a note, and the guy read it that's in the simulation. And I'll just leave it there. But yeah, so like every. <laughs> every character has their own counterpart inside the simulation. So when they're in the uh-huh. simulation, they possess their digital counterpart, but whenever they leave, yeah. their digital counterpart continues living out the, their life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're, they're their own people, essentially. I don't, I don't, yeah. I like, I don't want to spoil the twist because the twist is when you're just like, you just children, like, yeah. what? but that lost all its, it lost all its recognition because the matrix had come out two months prior. Yeah. I, I, I think 13 falls better than the matrix. It's, because it has that fucking noir vibe to it as well. Yeah, with the, investig- yeah. the investigator trying to... Oh, man, it's just all... Oh, man, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Matrix yeah. because of the whole John Wardier thing. You know, the trying to see that... My microphone there. That was a sign not to fucking break down the Matrix. I'll be here all fucking day. <laughs> That's a sign right there. You got Isn't any it? movies? What, what have you been watching at the minute, then? Yeah. What have you been watching? Because you do your podcast, don't you? Spoil the beans. Yeah, I do a podcast with my boyfriend. So he will explain the entirety of a movie to me or another guest that hasn't seen the movie. Uh, That's a pretty fun. dope idea, actually. It's, it's dope. He's really good at it because he's he's also a comedian, Derek Poston. Uh, and he's very uh, he's a great performer. So he basically performs the entirety of the movie for you, which is very fun. And then you kind of have like back and forth during it. Uh, what was the most recent one? We did Down to Earth. Uh, with Chris Rock from like I've seen it a long time ago yeah I hadn't seen that plays an angel doesn't he yeah he's like he dies and then he he gets like a second chance to go back but he's trying to live his old life oh I'm thinking of Dogma sorry oh yeah I love Dogma that's (laughs) good one yeah Yeah, he's an angel is he you know he's the fucking 13th apostle (laughs) yeah he's an apostle yeah. yeah, he's the thirteenth one, but it's the black one, so no one ever fucking mentioned it. No one ever mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good. That. that was before uh, its fucking time, that is, man. No, yeah, that for was sure. Way before its time, because they like were making jokes that back then I was surprised they yeah. took it away with. All, all Kevin Smith movies are like that up until Str- Strikes Back, because mm-hmm. James Bond mm-hmm. Strikes Back is a fucking great film, but like before them, like Clerks, uh, Mall Rats, Mall Rats, yeah. yeah. Chasing Amy just fucking throw that out the window. Um, you don't like chasing Amy? Dogma. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I have to watch. I have to watch it again. But I watched it with like the uh, impression it was going to be hilarious, but it was just like a 
rom it's a rom-com. Yeah, yeah. I get it's, the I idea, think, but... Yeah, it's like, if, I guess I get that if you're looking for, like, a classic Kevin Smith, but he does rom-coms really well. Have you ever seen um, Jersey Girl as well? Is, uh, yeah. Um, really Zach and Mary is a good one. But that has more mm-hmm. comedy in it as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, Chase and Amy doesn't feel funny. I like that actor, though, yeah. that lady actor. I forget her name. She's uh, in loads of Kevin Smith movies. She's in so many movies from that era, too. And, like, yeah, uh, things with, like, uh, Adam Sandler. Is she the, be- um... What's the one with the kid that talks? That John Trav- it's- No, it's not her. It's not I'm thinking of someone else. Her name's Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's her. I've got, got a distinct yes. voice. If, if you haven't seen this film already, I highly recommend... Like I highly recommend yeah. you try and do, uh, if you I know you've probably got lists already of what you do uh, to do the spoiled beans but you should definitely try Windy City Heat if you haven't done it we haven't done it we thought about that I know that's on the list because I've never seen Windy City Heat I laughed oh, out loud for nine minutes great. straight I just laughed because Tebow was like we had Tebow on a couple of weeks ago and he was like at the end he was like if you guys watch Windy City Heat we'll get Don Barris on and shit and we were like no fucking way so we watched it I watched it years ago thinking I watched it years ago because I, I used to watch like Ice House Chronicles and all that with all the comedians mm-hmm. and that on it and they used to always mention it. I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. But back then, I don't know if I got it. Like, I thought it was just a film. But then when I watched mm-hmm. it again with the understanding of them, it's all a practical joke on that Perry. It was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious the whole way through. It's fucking genius. So yeah, oh, I said, yeah, recommend that shit. There's some moments that I was crying laughing. Is Don going to come on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, oh, it was just a random as well. Beast. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm like dying to like tell you guys all of his jokes because that's just so rude as a comedian to tell other people's jokes. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I know yeah, so many great Don jokes. <laughs> yeah. Sean's quite well versed on some of his jokes. So that's oh, good. Oh, yeah. More yeah, Tebow's. More oh, Tebow's. And- yeah, yeah. Because Tebow did a joke years ago where he's on about smoking and how not, uh, all of his right smoke and every time they finish the novel something along those lines but he was like oh yeah i ripped 24 novels last night because he smokes because <laughs> he smokes so if I, did, I didn't fucking do it justice just then but yeah it's a fucking it's a good joke though they're all great comedians man the, and that's uh, the difference between us we fucking i don't i wouldn't say we hate all british comedians most of them most of the mainstream comedians are not funny and it feels like whenever they do go live it's like a laugh track and then the audience is pre-recorded it's never doesn't ever feel like legit do you know what i mean mm. maybe i'm saying it wrong but who are like the mainstream british comedians for y'all like from your Peter um he's been off the scene for years but yeah lee evans um <laughs> mickey flanagan yeah mickey um, flanagan see i can name all of them you wouldn't know who the fuck they are would you no i see my I favorite comedians flanagan. I've heard of- my favorite comedians are like uh george carlin louis ck bill burr so you are mostly uh, American uh, stuff. Jay Okerson, yeah, I like him. Eddie Izzard's a, a big one, but he's yeah. more. Yeah. Um, he's, he's more funny. Old. Yeah, he's great though. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like British comedy is like still in a stage of like jokey jokes. Like everything is like short structured jokes. Whereas Americans are kind of doing more long form nowadays. Mm. Yeah, I totally get that. We, we call it dad jokes in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jokes. yeah. You know, uh, there was one joke. There was a, this uh, magician who was also a comedian called uh, Tommy Cooper. And he used mm-hmm. to wear this fez. 
and his magic tricks would go wrong on purpose. That was all part of his act. And it was just mm -hmm. hilarious. And one time he went up on stage and brought out a portable radiator. And he said, oh, they told me to bring this out to warm them up. <laughs> oh, they told me to come out and warm them up. And then, like, <laughs> shit like that just gets me laughing. I just love those yeah. shit dad jokes. I love, um, yeah. I love the shit no one laughs at. Like, yeah. um, like scenes in movies that no like one talks about. Stuff? No, just like... Have you ever seen a film called Saving Silverman? It's called Evil I Woman over here. I have, but it's got Jason so Biggs, Jack Black, Steve's on. Yeah. Anyway, their their um their coach just comes out of prison and he wants to live with them, uh -huh. like for somewhere to stay. And he goes to the door and that, and they're like behind the door, um, saying like how to get rid of him. And they come up with an idea to just say, "Oh, the toilet's blocked or something." But as soon as they open door, open the door, Jack Black goes, "I have ghosts." And, and that is hilarious to me for some reason like just that line stupid shit like that like yeah. no one ever no one's ever gonna say to you oh do you see that bit in the uh, evil woman where he says we have ghosts that's hilarious like no one's ever gonna you, say that except you like the moments yeah yeah little moments yeah. no one ever situational isn't it yeah, yeah. just absurd uh, pineapple express where he's punching his bum he's like oh he's punching my bum <laughs> 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 like it's just fucking hilarious I love Shit those like moments, that. yeah. Just those little moments where it's kind of just funny because it happened there and then and you always remember it. And it makes mm -hmm. for a funny story because we come from a town of people, like mostly Scottish people, and they always told stories. Yeah. And, you know, Chuck Polonick, he's an author. Of fight, uh, he'd done Fight Club. And he says, good stories don't leave you speechless. They leave you competing. And that's what it's all about. Mm. So, yeah. We'll say something and then they'll add to, and then you'll say something, you add to the conversation, it gives it complexity, yeah. you know? And like a like tag. A one up, it's like improv, isn't it? It's like, oh, mm -hmm. you found that funny. I want to say something funny now, and then no one laughs at you like that. We were surrounded by people, <laughs> it was very hard to retain people's attention in a group, so you had to be on point mm -hmm. to retain that attention. Otherwise, well, you had you just... that little, you had that asshole in your group who you'd say something funny, and then you'd see him go up to the other group of mates and, and say it, and then you see them all laugh, and you'd be like, ah, oh. but you wouldn't say, oh, he said it, you just go yeah. over it like it was his own fucking joke. I hate that shit. I hate that too. Then you grow up as the unfunny guy when you're really the funny guy. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, like, when you're younger as well, it, it, all that chaotic potential is there in your head, but you just don't have the, um, the, the, the sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? The life experience to fully articulate it in a clever way. Because mm -hmm. you just don't know, no, you don't know enough about life. Like, when you're a kid, you don't really, people are like, oh, I wish I could be young again. Why? So you could be part of that small bubble. I'd rather be who I am today now that I know more of the world, know more of my mind and shit that's out there. Yeah, I'd like this information, but with like child's eyes. Yeah, we all want to be younger, you know what I mean? Because we know that we're getting older. Like, you know, me and Sean are both 30 next year. And we're like, hmm, you know, I'm not. 30 is not old, but yeah, you're 30 it's next year. I'm not. <laughs> Trying to hide his age. I was born on the 2nd of the 7th every year, bro. <laughs> every I'm, year. I'm zero. I'm zero. <laughs> so have you have you got much going on now that everything's opening up because when did texas open up um i don't know when go. they opened texas up never shut, man. <laughs> we, yeah they didn't really shut when we got here in march everyone was like yeah we've been doing shows and mics all year and i'm like oh okay cool. um but yeah just mostly spots around here i got to i got to open for uh tony hinchcliffe a couple weeks ago in fort worth texas and um 
there's a lot of like small rooms opening up here because there's the Vulcan where people are performing. I don't know if you follow a lot of comedians, but most yeah, of them yeah. are like performing there right now. That's where Redman holds most of his shows, isn't it? The Vulcan. That's where he has the Death Squad show, yeah. And yeah. Um, that's where they're having Kill Tony now. They moved from Antones to the Vulcan. But is it? Is it? It's not called Kill Tony anymore, is it? Tony's not doing it, is he? No, or he's still playing it. All right, I've so got here. There's of- a comedian in the UK called Frankie Boyle. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? I've heard of him. I've never seen and him. And he's fucking mental jokes, right? And his last, I can't remember what it was called, Dan. You might be able to help me. Um, his last stand-up special. And at the end of it, he goes on to do the Michael Jackson. Yeah, um, Michael Michael Jackson's hospital. Oh, my <laughs> God. If, you need to find that clip right and show it mm-hmm. to Tony. Because that's the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. But it's hilarious. <laughs> And he just does this impression of Michael Jackson's ghost or whatever. And, and he's <laughs> fucking loads of kids in a hospital and shit. And he's doing this in front of a stand-up audience that are laughing their asses off. And this guy says the... chink and gets in trouble and loses the show. Oh, that's fucking pissing here's me the, off. Here's the thing about Frankie Boyle. He does not care. He can't, he's, he can't get cancelled. <laughs> he's uncancelled. Well, that's the whole thing with Tony. I think it's all going to blow over. Yeah. The whole point is he roasts people. Yeah. And that's cancel it, someone yeah. who knows who they are. Well, why, he, why pay to go to a fucking stand-up show if you're then going to moan about it and be offended? I think it's probably yeah. open mic sessions, isn't it? They don't come to see you per se. They came to see one of the people. But obviously, if that's Death Squad, that's all part of it, isn't it? You don't well, see the Death Squad. Here's a, here's a Frankie Boyle joke that had me in stitches, right? So he's really good at work in the crowd. Uh-huh. And there was these two young boys who were friends. They were like, maybe like 11 years old. You could tell they had braces. And one of the, par- uh, the parents were there as well, the kid's parents. And he goes, oh, wee boys. Because he's from Scotland. He's like, wee boys. And he goes, don't worry. Your mum knows your wank. Right? In front of the parents. And he goes, your mum wanks too. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes your ma wanks your dad. (laughs) In front of the whole audience. (laughs) What your mum doesn't know is that you wank off thinking about (laughs) wanking off your dad. Oh, man. Yeah. Mate, I don't even really like Frank and Boy that much. But yeah, he's fucking some of his jokes. Man, you just, you're like, oh. Yeah, you can't believe the guy's saying it and it's like on TV. Yeah. Well, no, he used to be on TV and he used to say a lot of edgy shit, but then he got removed. There was this oh. girl, there was this Olympic swimmer named Rebecca, Rebecca Adlington and she had, she was a, a, a good looking woman, but she does have weird facial features that just made her face look quite long. And Frankie Ball was like, hey, Rebecca Adlington looks like uh, the your, your reflection on the back end of a spoon. Fucking <laughs> hell, <Okay>, no, that's true. <laughs> Do you like that? Like, because you said you like Jay. You like that kind of like roasty sort of in the moment. Yeah. Like he, talking to the crowd. He did a special called, uh, it was a Netflix Degenerates, it was called. Mm-hmm. And him and Joey Diaz was on it. And they were my, Jay Okerson was my favorite on, on the whole crowd. Mm-hmm. Out of the whole lineup. Even Joey Diaz was good, but Jay Okerson was a whole other level. And he just talked about raising his daughter lesbian. <laughs> and some of the music he was playing. Oh, I can't remember all of it, but it just had me crying with laughter. He's great. Did you see the? Because uh, um, you like, do you like the whole Legion of Skanks, or are you? I've seen a bit of that stuff. Jay? I saw Tony Hinchcliffe on a, one recently, but it was really. Oh, bad. then the one they just did. Yeah, but it was really bad audio quality. So I watched about half an hour. They did that at the club that I work at. I work at um, Freaking Cave. Oh, is that what you do? Um, so you work in the daytime and then do sets. Uh, I work there a couple days a week in uh, during the shows to like seat the show, um, but I might lose my job if I keep 
asking off. <laughs> it's a problem with being a comedian. You end up yeah. losing a lot of jobs because you're like, I got a show and this is more important. <laughs> we, in the UK, we, I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing, but it does exist. It's called a zero hour contract. So you work for them. You're under contract. Well, you don't, mm-hmm. you, you work for them, but you're not guaranteed any hours. Okay. So they just call you when they have a shift. Oh, yeah, and it could be like two hours or something. And you always say, yeah, you always say yes or no. Mm-hmm. So, or do temp I mean, It's work. probably handy for people to go college and university, but if you do it, if you're focusing something in life, it's probably not the best thing to You only need do. to go to university for being a doctor or marine biologist or a lawyer, you know? Yeah. You want to be a writer. We got, we had a friend. I don't know what this on the guy, but he went to university for three years to study creative writing. I thought, what a waste of fucking three years. I could have learned that in my free time. Yeah. Library. And he's just reading, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Goodwill hunting style. Good hill hunting style. Good, good goodwill hunting style, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me ask you guys a question. When you watch American movies and it's like something like Goodwill Hunting, where it's like has a very specific regional accent, can you tell the difference in the American accents? Is, is Goodwill Hunting Boston? Yeah. Yeah. A Boston accent. Yeah, because I don't mind it. It's like Fargo where the um where are they from in Fargo? Minneapolis. Fargo. Like, yeah, Minnesota. They're from Fargo. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Like, it's a dodgy accent, but it doesn't annoy me or put me off. Or I can understand it. But do you mean like, if I hear an accent, would I know where they're from? Is that what you mean? Not necessarily. Like, if you heard me speaking and you heard someone from like a more specific regional place, would you be able to tell the difference in the accents, I well, guess? You have little twangs. Like, you say y'all, and I'm thinking y'all was something I'd associate with the South, not Maryland. Yeah. But maybe because it's a rural place. Like we have what's called the regional accent where it sounds what we call them country bumpkins. They're like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, me love, you know, that's how they talk. Like in, Yorkshire. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yorkshire. That's how Maryland they talk. has a weird accent because it's a uh, kind of split. It has uh, some old cockney vibes yeah. to it. Yeah, it's Baltimore. like they're farmers and they like to look after their chickens. That sounds more Irish than country. But here's I, I, a funny that's one, what I mean. It goes from Scottish to Irish to fucking bore. So. Me and my dad, we were driving up to Glasgow and we stopped off at um, a service station in the north of England in an pe- mm-hmm. area called uh, Cumbria. They've got a weird accent. And my oh, dad's yeah. making small talk with the lady. And he says, oh, hen, I like your accent. And the girl, I swear to God, she went, what, mine? I didn't think I had one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six different accents in one. Like, you clearly have never left Cumbria. Yeah. <laughs> that is the weird thing to me because you have so many different accents in the uk but it's like do, does yeah. no one leave their hometown well yeah but it's just uh, some people just stay put you know yeah. scotland's got its own different variations of accents within mm-hmm. scotland you know you've got the glaswegian accent i can't do accents very well but i can give you an idea glasgow's like oh, all right pal you know <laughs> where's in aberdeen it's like hello i'm from aberdeen <laughs> Yeah, it's more softer in tone. Scotland has its own Scotland has its own language, uh, Gaelic language called uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's called Scottish. And um I learned no, it's Gaelic, it's Gaelic, yeah. Gaelic. I learned hello, how are you? In Gaelic. Hello, come here. Oh, pretty. Hello, how are you? It sounds Scottish when you say it, but yeah. You try and watch football games. But that Gaelic accent's probably like how old? Oh. No one speaks Gaelic anymore. I, I, I the teaching in schools now. They teach it in schools? Yeah. Like, in if you go to the north of Scotland, all the signposts are in Gaelic. And then English really? is, is this English. Yeah, there's people that live in the islands that speak English as a second language. I, in my mind, Gaelic is a dead language. Like, nope. I thought it was like Latin. Like, no one speaks it. Yeah, they speak it. They've got football, they've got soccer channels that have commentating in, in Gaelic. Whoa. They have they have a specific football game called 
Gaelic football. So no, that's Irish. Yeah, they, they, do that, they do that in Irish. Oh, is it? Yeah, they, they use play the hand. Against, they play against themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. So you know, Scotland's a beautiful country because the population of the UK is fifty-five million, mm-hmm. um, but the population of Scotland is five million. Oh, uh, wow. Nine million people in London alone. Yeah. That's twice the population of, of a whole country, Scotland. Jeez, the water yeah. tastes better over there. Uh-huh. Is, the, the banter's better. It's not all perfect, but colder weather. But, that's the only issue. But oh, the summers cool. last longer. So the, 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 the days last longer. So I could be in Aberdeen. I remember going to a party in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And it was in the middle of June. The sun went down at midnight and came back up at four o'clock. Whoa. Because it's that far north. Yeah. It's near the near the arctic kind of a couple of hundred miles away before you get to that arctic circle but it's near it it's crazy you ever think about moving over there or are you guys happy where you are oh no we want to move to the beach you want to move to the beach so we're going to go sean's going to come down to me in the south i'm i'm moving over there when i get the fucking chance as soon as possible really i fucking hate it here we don't like the people here but we just like the the location and we're gonna take over over there's a lot of what we call southern snobbery down here Everyone's very what, posh. What Everyone down south is very conservative. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're very conservative, very white. I mean, there's, uh-huh. there's uh, certain cities that have an ethnic group, but uh-huh. not where we are. We're in a very conservative part. Uh-huh. People retire here. Did you say they're racist, though? Or are they just more like... They're just uh, what you call... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're very um, patriotic. You know, flags are waving. Ah, mm. yeah. They believe the government. They're very authoritarian. They're very like, yes, mm. Winston Churchill was amazing. Mm. <laughs> that old malarkey. Yeah. Was it actually? He treated the, uh, I can't remember the name of the culture. What was it? The yeah, Burmese. Was the dick. Burmese. He treated the Burmese like shit, you know, apparently. He was like, a dick. He just had good speeches. Hundreds of millions, uh, hundreds of thousands of Burmese died because of him, because of a famine. And everyone's like, really? yeah, we don't learn that part of history. Until yeah. I started pulling down the statues last year. That's when we found out he was a bit of an arse. Really? Hey, everybody, listen up. Winston Churchill's a dick. <laughs> and I was like, all right. That'll be my yeah. opinion from now on. I won't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Look, mother, they're tearing down statues. So they're tearing down statues there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, as soon as, soon as, soon as that shit happened, every, every, the whole world just went fucking, oh, everyone's racist. Yeah, BLM. Like, Put it like, on my profile. Bitch. Like Bill Burr okay. says. I'm showering, I'm angry, even though I don't understand the issue. Yeah, <laughs> wow. literally. My Facebook would have been full of, like, so when the coronavirus started, everyone was a coronavirus expert. And then when uh-huh. BLM started, everyone was a Black Lives Matter advocate. And then, uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck it is now, but it's a trend thing, isn't it? Everyone wants to have their own little say and opinion. No one can just stay out of it and mind their own fucking business. People waste but it's interesting. Oh, um, it's just interesting that you guys would take down statues because it's not like, you had like the same kind of institutionalized slavery, like the slavery Not that was really. happening there is longer, longer, longer ago, and it was happening to white people too. So Sla- slavery still existed though because they would own them overseas. You know, there'd be dealings on. Oh, yeah, that's what thought about that. Investments, yeah. <laughs> Col- colonialism. You know, we conquered yeah. a lot of the world. Not us uh-huh. personally, because we weren't alive, but people before us are dead now yeah, did some shady we live shit. on an island they can't attack us because we're just fucking you know what i mean we, yeah. that, that's our thought process when we're going to war because we live on an mm. island no one can like attack us but now it's in a different state of the world where someone just drops but, a little tiny nuke on england do, 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 i'm envious of, envious of about the united states is that you guys are, are a republic so you're split into different states 
So mm-hmm. you can cherry pick where you want to live, whereas we're stuck. We are stuck. Yeah. Like all the policies are the same across the board. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, we don't have different states with different rules. We have one rule. That's it. Follow them rules or you're fucking in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the different rules in different states is kind of stupid, actually. I mean, like all the rules that are different, like all the rules I care about are like, can you smoke weed? And <laughs> that's all going to, it's going to be everywhere. You're going to be able to do that soon enough. Yeah. It's interesting. So we're still backwards here with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Weed's still illegal. still illegal. Yeah. Class B drug. CBD is legal, but it does fucking nothing after the first two turns. <laughs> like, I feel amazing. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I'm not. It's just like uh, taking an Advil. Yeah. Yeah. people wake up on cranes and shit with that with Advil. <laughs> <laughs> wake up yeah, murdering people i think we just have a fucking diazepam fucking we have a crack problem yeah oh crack problem. Not a, I a crank problem it was oh like, yeah i get I, I get I get, call, I get calls all the time from people i don't know pretending asking prince charles is in the can <laughs> crank calls yeah no but fucking crack is a epidemic right now Cocaine, crack, heroin, not so bad these days. Well, it's yeah, still bad. Yeah. It's always been it's always gonna be bad, but what I mean is it's not cropping up as much as Yeah, you don't see many uh, heroin junkies around anymore. You see more it's just crackheads and shit mm. with meat in their bag trying to sell it to you. And it's so funny having crackheads walking around wearing face masks. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's even more ironic than McDonald's being open when the gyms were closed. Do you know what I noticed the other day? Sorry, but I, do you know what I noticed the other day? I was going on Twitter and you get all these people from Maritown anyway, and they've all got like a pinned tweet saying oh, if you've been to this place, you don't need to worry about what's in the vaccine. I've seen that. Yeah, just grinding my gears. It's like, fuck off with your fucking... Because before you wouldn't have given a shit about vaccines, but now you do. Now you care. Don't tell me you put something... Don't let it get you down, dude. It would just... just Oh, no, don't get me down. It's one of them things. Downward spiral, dude. It's just going to get you fucking agitated. Your mind implodes and you don't want to see anyone. You don't want to spend too much time on that rabbit trail. Just wait until the truth reveals itself, dude. Just focus on you. Focus on being happy and positive. <laughs> focus on just, I don't know, build a jigsaw. Okay. Build a jigsaw. <laughs> Take my dog for a walk. Yeah. I thought jigsaw. it was a cat at first. <laughs> oh, it's, my cat's drinking my dog's water. Oh. So we got to finish up soon. So I just want to ask, is there anything you want to plug out there? Um, Listen to Spoil the Beans podcast. Yep. Uh, I have another podcast I do called Boyfriend Material that's available. You can just follow yeah, me on the one, Instagram. That's the one um, I've been watching actually quite a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like yesterday I was listening to a few episodes while I was playing FIFA, but yeah, that's the one I was listening to. Spoil the Beans, so I need to watch that because I love movies and shit. So they're fun. That's it. What is your favorite movie of all time? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's a great Really? That's a great film. <laughs> Russell Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, oh, I've been through that. Thing. I've been through that mindset. Like I've, when he's just in such a bad way, he's crying. He's like, we're getting cards that there's a, a, a woman hysterically crying. <laughs> like, yeah, I think like, that's the... above me. <laughs> Peter, you're on the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that movie. I, you know what I love about it so much is it's, um, like, cause I took, I was an English major. So I love like literature kind of aspects of things. And I like how the movie has like these perfect like parentheses around it. Cause you have the scene at the beginning where he's naked and being rejected by his ex. And then at the end he's naked. Yeah, I was about to say that. him. Yeah, love that. he's just standing there button. He's a massive cop as well, doesn't he? I think he so. 
it's a I can never look at it. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. I just need a minute. I just need a minute. And he's just like, <laughs> Peter, put on some clothes. Yeah, I need to <laughs> put on some clothes. Shit. That means it's over. <laughs> What's the sequel to that? Get into the Greek. That's yeah, fucking yes. funny. It's a standalone well. sequel. What they call a, yeah. a, a spin-off. Yeah, like a spin-off. Yeah, something like that. Or spiritual it's sequel. Russell Brand. Spiritual sequel. Jonah Hill's got a different character. I haven't seen it all the way through, but I want to check out because I love Russell Brand. He makes so much sense. He's really funny. And I like his stuff that he's doing now when he's like trying to get like, you know, do his yeah, I try namaste right shit. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the right thing. I, I love it. But yeah, Sarah Marshall's fucking brilliant. Just the fact it throws them in these situations where they can't, they try to get away from one another and they end up being in the same resort. Yeah. And then you see the transformation of Peter getting better mm-hmm. fixing himself finding himself and he actually ends up having a really good time over there and i love that because that is so real I, I relate to that when i've been mm-hmm. in breakups myself where you you feel like oh i don't get too deep but there have been relationships in the past that i've where it's like it's horrible going through that that phase like the kubler ross model you get the, they get the denial phase and they get the anger then you get the and finally you accept it and you totally see yeah. all that being displayed in in um forgetting sarah marshall even though it's a comedy it is deep. It has depth to it. You know, him trying to get her back or when she does take him back and then realizes, hang on, she's just using me because she doesn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. It feels so real to life. I, I just, I think it's so good. Absolutely. Yeah, John Tucker must die. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, that's fun too. I like that one too. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for stupid rom-coms, man. No I girls. Um, <laughs> I lot like Love with Ashton Kutcher. I've not seen just- that one just married yeah that's a good one i haven't seen that one either i, I think just married it. sucks a lot of balls actually jurassic park just... three <laughs> i have seen that one that's the uh, one where the yeah. daughter alan. is a gymnast alan yeah yeah have you seen this the scene where he's on the plane at the start flying to the island and he, alan's and he's very bad back. dream yeah and then there's a velociraptor on the plane he wakes up and the velociraptor goes alan oh no he went then he wakes <laughs> up after that but yeah it's fucking hilarious we always bang on about that scene it's just ridiculous <laughs> Our velociraptor speaks in English tongue. <laughs> says his name, Alan. Sorry, that just, just ruined your bit there, mate. I just fucking knocked the mic. Ruined it. It's just fucking Alan, isn't it? Exactly. We've said it like three times. But yeah, so we're getting towards the end. So, um, Sam, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah, nice this will morning. this will be out in a couple of weeks. So we'll we'll give you a heads up. Oh. And um, if you want to, we're doing this thing now. We're doing Instagram reels now. That's oh, how cool. we're getting. That's how we're getting out there. So we just post on the reels. And then... Cool. Yeah, and what he's trying yeah. to say is, if you share it on your story, that'd be fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> I will share it. Are you going to just stop the part where I, like, I said chink five times and just post oh, that? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. We, 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 that? We, know, we know what to cut out. We know yeah, we, we're good. We're good at being edgy, but at the same time, we're good at not up poking. Yeah, we'll say, we'll say things, and then afterwards, we'll be like, yeah, we cannot have that in there. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it, like, completely sober with a cup of coffee. Like, I can't say that. <laughs> not yet. I'm not strong yeah. enough. <laughs> I haven't yeah, got the following it. yet to justify <laughs> saying chink uh, five times in a row. <laughs> probably better doing it in the beginning than in the end. <laughs> it's yeah, all good, don't worry. We've, we've, everyone, I mean, everyone that's ever been on that said something a bit controversial, they will come back and said, oh no, sound for taking that bit out. Just oh, use our instinct. <laughs> we're not into censorship, but we're also into the fact that we're, we only started four months ago. <laughs> oh, that's so. cool. You guys have only started four months ago. You have great numbers. You're doing a good job. Hey, no, I appreciate it. No, we, we just yeah. love having interesting people out there that, you know, the pandemic, despite all the bad shit that's happened, has afforded us the opportunity to speak to people we'd never normally talk to. Mm-hmm. 
Just, yeah, like Tebow was a fucking dream yeah. for me because I remember listening to him when I was like 18. Like, these guys are so funny. And then, then I'm wow. speaking to the guy and it's like fucking, it's like a dream come true. You know what I mean? 